Hi guys. Hi. Welcome to our podcast. This is Etta Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you're new to us, we want to wish you a warm welcome. Hello, welcome. Uh, we are both certified Reiki masters and certified in guided meditation. This podcast revolves around our interests in those. Uh, we are interested in all things metaphysical. We're into mindfulness. We like to talk about magical stuff. Uh, anything in that realm. So, uh, why don't you tell them where they can find us? You can find us on Instagram, at Ed Arlene, on Twitter, where we tweet a lot, at edpro underscore pgh, on Tumblr, at Ed Arlene, and our website, if you'd like to book a Reiki session with us. Um, it's www.edarlene.com, and just find the booking tab right up top. All right, cool. Oh, I forgot to say, you can become a patron. Oh, yeah, we're on Patreon. Yeah, we're on Patreon. We'd really appreciate your support. You can subscribe on there. It's linked below. Okay, I'm done. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, awesome. All right, so today's episode is going to be an interview. Uh, We would like to start interviewing more people on our show, but before we start interviewing the world, we decided that it might be cool to interview each other because... We both have interesting um, spiritual journeys, and that way you have, like, an idea of what we're about before we start bringing in all of these extra people. We're going to start off the episode with a card reading, and as usual, we end all of our episodes with a distant Reiki session, which we will talk about later. Man, you're getting two, two for one episode, so that's good. They're getting a card reading? And a Reiki session. And a Reiki session. That's awesome. So, um, I'm going to start with card reading. I like to read playing cards. If you are not familiar with that practice, that is something that has been done for a really long time. And it's kind of cool because uh, you can read your cards secretly and people don't have to know that you're doing anything mystical or magical. It's a lot of fun. And um, if you're listening to this, though, this might pertain to you now. This is a general reading, so if something doesn't apply to you that might apply to somebody else like I said it's very general Mm -hmm. it's just gonna be like the tone for the week uh so whenever I was shuffling the cards the first card that popped out it represents warm partnerships um an engagement this is a very favorable card and it indicates that you're gonna receive a lot of like strength and support from people you love uh so it's a week of family and friends and whatever you're going through you're supported so this could be support from your family and your loved ones but this could also be support from like your guides and your angels um whatever the case is it wants you to know this week you are extremely supported in what um is going on in your life and what's happening for the couple days ahead now the first card is for the beginning of the week and that card represents uh like like a change but a favorable change. So it's something that might be kind of like annoying or hard or not. It might be something that you know right out the gate is like for your highest good. But whatever that change is, midweek, it is, you realize that it's for the best. Um, and you, this card actually means like good fortune. So it's like good vibes for the midweek. Uh, and then the last, last uh, portion of the week, things change just a little bit. Uh, it means there it's associated with like an earth sign so you might have an earth side come into your life and it also represents like beware of gossip so I'm not sure how that might apply for you um, it specifically says something to do with a fair-haired woman so I that could be um, something 
Yeah, it could be like a mom or something like that if they have like have graying hair. Uh, not that that person's going to gossip on you. It just represents that. So maybe there'll be more of a presence of this earth sign or this um, fair-haired, graying woman. Regardless if that person comes around or you encounter this person, it definitely says to be mindful of gossip. So I think overall it's a pretty good week. Mm -hmm. uh, anything you want to add about the spread? It's fun. You don't read playing cards. Oh, no. <laughs> I am... I don't know what you were saying. Like, tune into thoughts. my guides and <laughs> no. get my thoughts on this card. No, um, I love tarot. Mm -hmm. I actually would like to really get into it and start studying more. Mm -hmm. But um, that all got paused because we decided to <laughs> pursue Reiki hardcore yeah. um, and go through the transformation pretty much. Like, we literally changed everything about our lives. Yeah, so, I mean, a fun thing about this card reading, though, was that we actually pulled the cards, what, three times? Yeah. And each time, it was the same message coming through with, like, a slightly, like, different, in, like, a slightly different way, but it was all centered around some sort of change, good, you know, some happiness, good vibes, you know, good fortune midweek, and then something, like, something a little more chill, uh, not chill, but, like, some sort of gossip or dispute. Some kind of argument, something around that realm, like, kind of beware of, uh, of being, like, combative with people. That was, like, the end of the week, uh, and that happened three times. Well, the so, first time, I think, it was, uh, one straight for me, though. That first one, yeah. The first one was. The first time we pulled it was a message for me. Well, it, yeah, because a couple extra cards fell out, and then yeah. there were, like, um, some people that were kind of, like, mentioned in that. So, uh, but the, it was a common theme, though, with all of it, that there would be some sort yeah. of madness, some good luck, and then, like, you realize that whatever happened at the beginning of the week was for your highest good, and then you get really happy midweek, but then, um, end of the week, you're dealing with a little bit of, um, annoying people or annoyance with yourself, mm -hmm. some sort of gossip, but regardless, the tone of the week is that you are supported, whether it be, I mean, you're always supported by your guides and your angels, but they're really, like, coming through this week, or, and or, your friends and your family are, like, really important to you and really there for you for whatever you're going through. Um, so you definitely have that support. Now, we're going to have a break, and then uh, we're going to talk about Arlene's spiritual journey. back um i have arlene she's ready to be interviewed i'm ready uh so do you want to talk a little bit about like our journey as only spiritually or would you like to talk a little bit about like our business i can just um, talk about everything because okay. this is the first time i think i've ever talked about us about me okay like on this kind of platform like, the people that know me know me, but I feel like we have had this, like, image, like, presented on our social media, and people just see surface. They don't see, like, the realness. So you feel that they might not know how spiritually involved we are? Well, I'm sure people who have been following us for a very long time saw the shift. Mm hmm It was, you know, how could you not see the shift? But, um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people had that shift. I mean, honestly, I feel like it... It was something that was we were leading into, 
but we really buckled down. I sound really dramatic. I'm like, <laughs> we never talk about us. I never yeah. talk about well, us. As, as business owners, you have your audience that you're trying to, like, cater to. Mm-hmm. And um, we made candles. I mean, we still make candles, but our initial business, well, not our initial, we've had, we have a lot of different business endeavors. At, right before we got into really buckle down on our spirituality, we were doing um, these candles that said like funny things on them. So like we have bad bitch candle, um, man candle. You can explain. Well, it. we originally created it to get people happiness and like laughter. So like we had the bad bitch like and we had like empowering like why wouldn't you want to give your friend a bad bitch candle like girl power girl power we had girl power we had phonus we had man sexy lumberjack sexy lumberjack. <laughs> That was great. That was funny. Um, and then we had, like, you know, because we wanted to just give a little piece of joy to people, and we did have good success with that. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, like, fast, too. So we, one day, I remember we woke up, and remember we got the text from our friend, and we were in BuzzFeed? And... Yeah, we got multiple texts. We, we've been in BuzzFeed a handful of times. Um, we were on InStyle Magazine. InStyle and all that. Refinery29. Refinery29, Nylon, um... So on and so forth. But we were in stuff for our t-shirts as well. Yeah. So, um, prior to that, we were band promoters. We made t-shirts. Uh, we participated in Vans Warp Tour. Um, like you mentioned, the t-shirts were involved with Nylon Magazine at one point. Um, and then we shifted gears to the candles. I feel like we did Warp Tour. We were like, yep, we're done. <laughs> After we did Warp Tour, like, so... They don't do Warped Tour anymore, uh, guys. Well, now it's, like, the rock star fest yeah. or something like that. Um, yeah, as band promoters, we, like, we knew... Music, music was life and still is life. Yeah. But... I mean, our, our dad was a musician, and, like, having a jam... I didn't realize that jam sessions in your home, like, coming home from school and there being a, like, full band in your living room, like, wasn't was normal. Wasn't normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I thought that was just, like, like what how do you people... mean? What do you mean? <laughs> your, your uncle and, like, you know... So on and so forth. Oh, don't come and play play music with your with your fat dad. What do you mean? There's not band practice in your in the living room. Yeah, like I'd be like, oh, there's band practice at my house tonight, and my friends would kind of like look at me with these like glazed eyes, and then we we're like, yeah, like it didn't rush because that's how we grew up. Like we thought every home was very artistic and like musically inclined, and our family's been very supportive in like everything that we do. Oh yeah, always. Um, our mom is not artistic. But she is a patron of the art. <laughs> she is a massive patron of the arts and, you know, artistic ability. Mm-hmm. We're lucky. We're very lucky. Mm-hmm. Our mom's awesome. If you listen to this, mom, we love you. We love we you. Love you. Uh, uh, and there's one thing. Our mom has always supported us no matter what the fuck now. we did. Yeah, she still does. She. Let me, I remember when she let me do a Reiki session on her. And she was like, <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> she looked really uncomfortable. I felt, I felt like when, when we announced to her that we were going to start studying Reiki. Mom, I gets... think I'm an energy healer. So wait a minute. You went from doing, you guys were doing warp Tour and now all of a sudden you're, screw all that. I'm like, fuck it all. <laughs> we're done. Uh, it is funny. I, I'm sure that was a little shock, a little shocker for her. Yeah. A little shock, but. You know, so supportive, so supports us. It's awesome. She likes it. But, um, yeah. She did a moon meditation with us. She did. Which is uniquely going. Yeah. But I feel like that's, like, a, one of our tools right now is to be a positive influence and wake people the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
I feel like every single person that we interact with on a personal level literally has had light come on and then now they're like, you know, doing their own journey. Yeah, it's weird. Everybody, every single, like all of our close friends, um, it's interesting. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Uh, It is. So, um, so we were talking about how we had that shift earlier. Oh, we're authors. We forget about that. Oh yeah, we wrote a book. (laughs) Maybe I should, um... Start the timeline from the beginning. Okay, start the timeline for us. Okay, go for just it. to clean this up. Uh, we were we were band promoters for what four or five years? How many years was that? Um, I mean, we we had a show in two thousand sixteen. So I mean, well, like, we were hardcore. Uh, hard, band there were still like four or five years. We four were, or five years we were doing it hardcore, and then um, we still do events like you know every once in a while when we feel called to. I think we oh, the last one was twenty sixteen. Um, but things just shift, like things shift. So we did that, and then that got us into doing like T-shirts, and um, so we were doing T-shirt designs for people and ourselves, and had a couple lines come out, and then um, that blew up, and we went all in on that. We did that for a couple of years as a family, as everybody was doing it. Um, and we did Vans Warped Tour for that. And that was, the shirts were associated with Nylon. Oh, yeah. Well. And our shirts were associated with Nylon and in Nylon Magazine and other publications. Um, then we shifted to candles. We love scent. Mm-hmm. Scent's amazing. We, we love it. It makes people happy. And we created our candles for that. And we did that. Well, we still do. Um, but in that form with, like, the funny stuff mm-hmm. for, when was that? How many years? It's been a lot. A long time. We did, the candles had escalated fast and then we had our our shift we had our um, shift and then we still make candles um but we, it's more geared to what we're in alignment with what yeah. we're doing and what we're about currently and forever <laughs> so we did uh would you agree we did like a an energetic cleanse almost to our business itself we um, had to. Mm-hmm. We had to. Well, why don't you, can you tell them about why, what why? happened with the candles? Okay, so our candles blew up really, really fast. And in turn, when you have that quick of an expansion, you are reaching out to people that might not be in alignment with what you're in alignment with and just mindless consumerism. We were getting horrendous emails, reviews, so on and so forth. We even got death threats. Yeah, so it wasn't like our product sucked. It's just there were a lot of people, customers, customers, and for me, I feel like with we would we might have had thousands of really happy people, but then we would have like two people who were, were evil. Um, so like that one holiday season, my, our mom had to take over, right? Yeah, we we had to do a lot of shifts because like we we were used to people being very happy and grateful to just get something that we created, mm-hmm. you know, and with the t-shirts like that, like, it's always easy and just ship it, we're done, you know, there's no back and forth, there was none of that, but when holiday, when it's holiday season, holiday season, it's a nightmare, like, I feel, I really feel for big corporations, like, the people who do their HR and stuff and customer service, because it just was too much. You, you mean you feel for a person who does that job, not the corporation? No, I feel for the person that does the that job. That does that job. That does customer Who's service. Who's not associated with... But who's not like that's just their job is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. for it. I mean, we we worked retail before too, but like, and it's on a different scale when you're dealing with you know, 
the the communications with the emails and versus in person. Yeah, versus in person because people, I feel like on the internet, people feel like they can say and do whatever the fuck they want to. Yeah, because it's not to your face. Oh, for sure, I agree. I always think of the. I don't know if we're gonna keep this in this or not, but I always think of the uh, Ti. If you see me in the streets, remember you don't know me, not at all. Yeah. But uh, we should probably take that out. You should leave it. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. You don't know me because half the shit that people would have said on the internet would not say that to my face. Most people wouldn't. I mean, can you imagine, guys? We received death threats during holiday season. Multiple holiday seasons. And we had, we received so, and people were not angry about the, they were angry because they were ordering like on December 23rd, and they wanted the product to be there by the 25th. Like, irrational anger. We're not talking about people being like, oh, I, you know, we did, like, the product, like, my package was broke, or... No, we're talking about people who were trying to, like, scam us, or people... Which is the thing that happens when you're an online retailer. There's a lot of, like, fraud... And um, we're talking about people who are, I mean, I, I, we were talking, there must be like a blog post out there telling people how to get by on, oh yeah, um, you know, get free stuff off of the internet. Uh, you know, wh- regardless, anyways, uh, we actually had to have a policy and we still haven't enacted. We haven't had to use it since we shifted our business, but it's, if anybody says anything offensive or cruel or mean, we completely disassociate. But that, that's carried on everything though. Like that had to carry over to social media. Mm-hmm. Like, we have no tolerance for any of that shit. You will get blocked immediately. Oh yeah. We don't but subscribe. We to don't that. subscribe to anything. Um, but so we did that and then we had to do an entire energy cleanse of everything mm-hmm. and we cleansed everything. Um, we should go off of the platform that we were on and now we have our website and we are creating things more for ourselves, mm-hmm. not for necessarily for other people. Um, so like I said, all of our products are stuff that we really f- like and think will help people a lot and have mm-hmm. more positive twist to it. Yeah. So would you, when do you think the energetic shift happened like do you think that it happened because of the candles or do you think it had the experience with those candles or do you think um it was the shift happening that made us not support the negative energy associated with the I think it mindless was, consumerism i think it was the shift in general i think it was the i don't know one but i think like around 2012 is when i think we really like when it, the shift started to happen, mm-hmm. and there was, like, you know, get like, a years, years, years where it was fine, and then, like, 2016, I think, is when it really hit Okay. hard for me, you, like, a lot of people. I feel like it was, like, a global It was thing, a global, yeah. it felt like it was a global shift in 2016, and, like, 2017 was really rough, like, for, like, the whole spiritual journey and awakening, Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like now, 2019, like, we're about to shift into 2020, which is going to be a great year for everybody. I think 2020 is going to be good, too. I really do. I really feel like it. Like, I wonder if... I'm curious to see if other people feel that way. Like, the energy shift is going to shift. If they can feel it. If they I can wonder. feel it. So, I feel like I'm come. We're, f- like, coming out of that, like, you know, coming out of the mud. And we're on the land again. Like, we're here. Like, I feel... It feels different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree. Almost refreshed. Like, refreshed. Like, you don't feel, like, that hopeless feeling. Mm-hmm. Or, like, 
I don't know. I, but I definitely, 2016, I think, is when it happened. And that's when we had to just, like, completely rethink everything. Yeah, I remember we actually had pulled all of the candles. After, it was after we got became Reiki Masters. After, yeah, when we became Reiki Masters, it was funny. Uh, we had breakfast with our friend the day after we got attuned to the energies. And we were like, yeah, we got rid of everything. He's like, what? What did you do? It's like, it just didn't serve us. We don't need it. We're not supporting that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And he's like a, um, he's a business yeah, he's man a business himself. Man. So he was just completely like, what? Why did you do that? <laughs> uh, it just didn't feel right anymore. Yeah. I remember that. I do. That was, that, that's one of the high moments, I think. Yeah. Because we literally were like in the clouds. Like, um, you know. So have you always felt a connection spiritually to some sort of, I don't know, I don't know what a good word is. Like, magic I don't, sounds too, like, mystical, but, like, the other, or in that it was, like, ramped up in 2016, or do you feel like 2016 was the spark? I think what 2016 your- was the spark. I feel like I've always been super spiritual, but I feel like there was a period where it just was null and void. Like, there was nothing. And then all of a sudden, 2016, I was like, they're, ha- like, they, like, snapped back into reality. Like, you know, the spark back, this like, what is really worth it? And, like, we need to change the world now. Like, people need to wake up now. Like, there was, like, like a mass. It was, like, instantly. So what was your shift? Like, what was the thing that you start practicing instantly when you were like, I need to change this? Like Mindfulness mindfulness i um a lot of things were happening like i got sick um like mysterious sinus issues and like that and like that happened overnight it felt like i was getting sick every month every single month i was having some sort of sickness i had to be on antibiotics and steroids and i ended up getting two surgeries um because of it but that like it was literally i was like that shift happened and then i was like there has to be more like why am i sick all the time um, like, why am I, I just don't feel like things are really good going good and why do I feel like I'm still not like happy or something and that's when we switched into mindfulness is mindfulness uh, mindfully living I just started reading a shit ton I think the law of attraction the law of attraction was, was like, huge we were, were really in it felt like the law of attraction and then it went spiral. But I was meditating prior because remember I was sending you the sleep meditation. We were meditating prior because we were so miserable and beaten down by business, mm-hmm. by business. And we were looking like we need to silence our mind and not be stressed. Don't stress. Like this is fun. Don't be stressed and, you know, be grateful. And we would meditate. I, I remember I had, to, I had to do meditation every single night to fall asleep or I wouldn't be able to sleep. Because I was so stressed. Like, your mind was just so busy? Busy. Busy trying to figure out what was next. What's the next move? Are we going to get a store? What are we doing? Yeah. It's funny, guys. We don't even, like, want a storefront anymore. <laughs> like... We were on the verge. Like, things... Like, we, we were actively looking to open up a storefront and, like, you know, do that. And we weren't happy, though. No, it wasn't a... Uh soul's purpose no um for sure and it started feeling less because it was fun initially but i would say it started feeling less about the fun product we were making and more about 
pleasing customers. Yes, pleasing other people hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we have law of attraction for sure. And then from me getting sick, I was like desperate to look for like some like a reason, like why and doctors couldn't figure it out. You know, I believe that it was stress manifested that made me sick. Because how all of a sudden am I am I not? You manifest things physically. Yeah, I'm. I think I manifest things physically. You were really into Louise Hay. I love Louise Hay. Love Louise Hay. And I found her book, You Can Heal Your Life, and that really, like, sparked it even further, I think. So, do you think, um, was it that you were doing Law of Attraction and you found her during the Law of Attraction? And then that... I did. Because at first, okay. you know, everybody, I'm sure people, everybody listening to this has seen The Secret. Um, but we did, we saw you know, watched that movie and then we got the books, got the secret, got um Napoleon Hill's um They Can Grow Rich. We got the Master Key system. Um just to name a few. Like we got we got all those and we started to just read. Like, you know, you can manifest your life and mm-hmm. understanding that, like that sparked the like introduced further into manifesting your life. Like you manifest your life, you manifest the world around you with your thoughts and the way you're thinking. So if you're, of course I got sick. Of course, you know, we weren't happy because we were stressed all the time. So that stressed energy was getting, you know, magnified and anything that was in alignment with that vibration got attracted to us. Yeah. I mean, in that same time frame, guys, not only did she have surgery, I couldn't walk. <laughs> you had a hip replacement. I had a total hip replacement that happened within like a two year span. Uh, but that's for my interview. Um, so you reading at Louise Hay and then meditating. And then is this around the time that you started? Because we were doing the Reiki videos. So how did you find, how did you come across the energy healing and Reiki videos? Did you stumble upon it or was it like, how did it? Tell I stumbled Reiki. upon it. I stumbled upon it. Okay. And I forgot whose channel I found then I started doing more research on it and then we um approached a, per- a master teacher um yeah. well we we thought it was we were using it as meditation music I was using it as meditation music because I thought why not um and that's what I, I was using it for we were using it for so we got we were it was we get certified in guided meditation or Reiki so I think it's a good time to talk about your Reiki journey okay what brought you to Reiki, which we kind of started talking about. Um, sickness. Sickness, yeah. sadness, um, discontent. Uh, That's what you know to heal, but not knowing what Reiki was and then doing, getting certified in it. Not knowing? How do you think that we got certified in, when it was between guided meditation and Reiki at that time frame? I think that when you get things presented to you constantly over and over again, and it's super, it's, it's, extremely accessible that's what you need to act on so i felt like we found the reiki for a reason like easier easier and it kept on coming up for months and months and months like the universe was just like do this do this do this you can do this do this do this do this mm-hmm. it kept on coming up over and over and over again and we were just like okay we're gonna act on it we're gonna take action and go all in like we always do and that's where we're at so what were your thoughts when you were studying Reiki? Did you realize how involved... Like, what were your thoughts when you realized that it was more than just meditating? That it was something I knew completely different? it was going to be a process, but I didn't know... Because with, like, 
people who are not Reiki practitioners, they just think it's like a Reiki, like when you go get a Reiki session, it's just a Reiki massage because it was marketed like that. Um, but it's not, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not. Okay. <laughs> and I realized that it was a lot more in depth than just meditating. I understand like there's different types of Reiki, like we are Usui Reiki masters. So there di- are different types of Reiki energy healings and some will and certain levels will um, you can just meditate and access once you if you're connected right um, have the channels open but um, getting into it, I was like whoa like we were because we were practicing mindfulness and meditation for what a couple years before we even got into hardcore, Reiki yeah. hardcore for a couple years before we got into Reiki and we thought we were at a good level like finally with like our mindfulness practice and we we're like oh, no we weren't <laughs> no, no, no like no. when your chakras aren't balanced it can cause a lot of problems um for you energetically and physically mm-hmm. like, i knew about like the meridians a little bit but i didn't realize how in-depth it was and i didn't know what a healing crisis was either before we did reiki and i realized that was something that i was going through like, that from 2016 on was just a fucking healing crisis. <laughs> yeah, so, can you sum up Reiki really fast in case we have a listener who doesn't know what Reiki is? Just Reiki a is really a um, energetic healing modality. It does not replace traditional medical treatment, but can do amazing things for you. There's people who've been healed from serious issues and diseases um and it releases the energy blocks that are held in your body um and can balance your chakras well it does and um your cleanse your aura and then you can pull certain intentions certain um energies into your existence and you can heal past present and future um things so what were your thoughts whenever you first learned that reiki could transcend time space mind blown (laughs) i felt like my dreams came true i felt like it's real magic is real i was mind blown and i was excited because i felt like i like it, it is a useful tool to help fix problems like help fix issues like if you went through like a traumatic incident like I don't know, like, someone passing away, like, that helped me like, deal with some of that stuff and, like, help trauma and help just fix certain things. I don't, I, I think once you get to a certain level and you, you like, every, everybody, you don't need Reiki to fix, you know, past trauma, but it's a tool. It's assisting and helping. Mm-hmm. I thought it was magic. I thought it was, like, magical. <laughs> magic. I thought it was magic. You did, yeah. I mean, everybody's, but that's the thing, everybody's magical. And Everybody is, is you can realize you, it. Like tap into that. So with Reiki, you get attuned to the energy. And there are three attunements that uh, we went through. And I think it would be cool if you talked about what happened. Well, yeah, for Reiki you can get attuned you can do the whole process in person with somebody or you could do it um, digitally. And we went to Dig- dig- distant. Yeah, distant wise. And our Reiki attunement was a distant attunement and um the way our, our master teacher described it was it was going to be a pleasant experience, but it is for some people. I guess something to note is that every attunement is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on what you're working through energetically. I think it's a lot more than just, you know, meditating, that's it, and you're fine. But 
it's, it's different for everybody. And I think that's when I really realized I had a lot of things to work through as well. I feel mm-hmm. like the light came on, like the, the flame was completely lit. It was intense. I went before you and I physically felt my chakras being worked on. So why don't you walk us through like the attunement, like that night? Like, um, you, you have to detox, you can't drink, can't do anything recreational, um, and you are supposed to eat a very, like, plant-based diet, which is, wasn't a problem. I don't eat meat. Sugar's working, too. Sugar, like, no processed food, um, just eat, eat as much plant-based as possible, just so that you're, um, more open to it, I guess? Open to receive it? I don't know. Um, I can't remember. So, it's... Forgive uh, me. 24 hours prior. That was, um, I thought it was 48. She said 24 minimum, but she wanted, I think it was actually 72. We, we I did, did 72. So, uh, the idea is that, so meats hold energy, the suffering um, that the animals have gone through, especially in our modern, like, meat, you know, facilities, farms, that energy is being held in it and then you're eating it. And, um, it's kind of blocking things energetically for you. Uh, and it's <laughs> you, also... You, like, describe it so much better than I do. I'm curious... When you do your interview, it's probably going to be, like, well, here's the encyclopedia. <laughs> oh. Well, okay, guys. I'm a Virgo. She's a Cancer. She's I emotionally am. driven. I, I'm a Virgo in my moon and my sun sign. <laughs> so, like, I am I am a very emotionally core. driven person. And I think that I'm a true Cancerian, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I'm more like like throw it up in the air and then watch it fall like fall where it yeah. may. And you're like, no, I would like have a heart attack. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, back to the, the vegetarian thing. So that's and then the sugars and stuff are they're not healthy for you. And I guess they can like block or just kind of disrupt the flow of energy. And whenever you're getting attunement, it's a heavy hitter. Like you're getting a lot of healing done, and you don't want anything that could um, affect that process. And that is how we were told to do it. There are probably other people who do Reiki who don't think that that's matters, a requirement, yeah. But that's how we do it. And when we do really intense energy sessions on people, we ask them to refrain from... Because alcohol... Okay, so let's talk about alcohol. Alcohol is um, a denser, like, energy, and it affects your connection with um, higher energies, with Reiki, with the, the divine, divine yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, it can really mess uh, things up. So you don't want to have alcohol. I mean, you take your prescription drug. Like, if you're on medication, like, take your medicine. But you just don't want anything in your system that could, like, make your healing process yeah. Always consult a doctor. Do not stop taking your medicine at all. Yeah, that's huge yeah. to know. Uh, that Some is, people, I think, are really... Ex- other people that we've um, encountered have gone really extreme. People have asked us if they should stop taking their, like, mood stuff. And, sure, some... I mean, some people might disagree, but I say if your doctor prescribes you something... And you're supposed to be taking it because it's life or death. <laughs> like, do not stop taking your medicine. <laughs> like, I'm not, you know, listen, I don't know. Anyway, that's like a whole other topic. But that's the, the reason why you're not supposed to do it for your attunement. And, like, we take it a step further when we do, like, a really intense energy session on somebody. Not, it doesn't matter so much whenever you're, we're doing, like, our distance stuff. Like, today at the end of, you don't, don't worry, you can still do the Reiki. If you were going to do a session with us, we would ask that you refrain from, like, alcohol and meats and things like that have like a really plant-based yeah. diet for just 24 hours not forever i mean i don't know what people are at but uh yeah because everything holds energy like i think that's, that's a big part too like the meat you're not supposed to do that um because it holds its energy mm-hmm. that animal suffered that suffering's in that meat i said there i have two is like i'm just curious to see who started their spiritual journey and stopped eating started being more ethical with their food choices 
I'm yeah. curious. Cause I think I have a long running f- theory that people who start spiritual journey end up becoming, you know, vegetarian or vegan. Yeah. Or they actively seek out or they ethical... actively ethical sources for whatever they're doing. Mm. I'm just curious about that. Yeah. So if you have, if you have started spiritual journey, it seems got like a woke, lot of people and a lot of people have, we did just it. Very mind- and, and like, even where you buy stuff, you're very like conscious of like the effects that it might be having on other yeah. people or the environment. Um, it's interesting. I wonder, like, how many people. I'm curious if you're listening to this and you started a spiritual journey and you went vegetarian or vegan. Let us know. I'm just curious because what happened to us? I noticed that like every that happened, like it was like instantaneous. It was like okay, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, we switched. You know what's even funnier? I have a hard time. Like I used to be able to go clothes shopping mm-hmm. and just buy stuff like I used to be able to go in and buy like whatever the throwaway clothes especially at places like H&M and Forever 21 oh, yeah. were super cheap I remember being able to go in and just like get stuff and especially now I have a really hard time like I when I buy clothes I'm very like very conscious like is this something I'm gonna wear all the time or am I just buying something that's gonna just go into a landfill um and I don't want to like keep spending money to support this type of like environmental waste yeah weird like even down like clothes i'm like very the mindless consumerism is none yeah no more where you shop at the grocery store the products you're buying Mm -hmm. like that (laughs) i felt like it was like uh i felt like daryl from king of the hill (laughs) (laughs) he's a little like a little much he's a hell of much but i felt like like the top was was blown off of mm-hmm. like my shell of what life. Yeah. Like what I thought reality was. Like I thought what I, what I thought was okay. Like I went to school for, I went to college for retail and management. <laughs> fashion, t- retail management. Fashion yeah. and fashion. I was in the fashion department. And am I using any of that? Nope. Will I support that? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but the mileage, I thought that was interesting because I think that, especially with like all the shit that's happening, like the Amazon burning and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the shit that's happening on this earth right now. People feel helpless, mm-hmm. and you're not help like you're not helpless. Okay, like there's still hope. There's always hope. Like, you know, don't accept what's happening. Mm-hmm. I think that when the Amazon was burning, like I literally I was crying. I did cry. I did. Yeah, because I felt like like people don't understand the impact of that stuff, and they choose not to. People choose not yeah. to. Um. So I I mean when what you were saying about like being emotional with the Amazon, it's funny because I think of how whenever I learned when I got certified with Reiki, I felt like it made me realize how interconnected everybody is mm-hmm. and how you are connected to, like, Gaia and the planet, like, just all of it. Like, the trees, like, they are all, like, a part of you. They, we all, like, sustain each other. So that might be, you know, feeling emotional I don't think is weird. No, all. I don't think it was weird, but I felt like people discount what they do for the, what, like, their impact on the world. Like, each of us have an impact on the world. Just little things. Little things. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, talking about, like, mindless consumerism. Just just from how your energy is. Like, but just by you being a nice person and saying hi to a stranger could change their entire world. And people discount that as if they're not doing... They can't do anything mm-hmm. to help. And it's flipped, I think, too. Like, how you treat people... Like, okay, being mean to somebody does have an effect on that person. Whether you think it does or not. Just because you don't know them doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. So on lines of what you were saying, like saying hi to somebody, like not saying hi 
whenever you have the opportunity to be nice to someone can affect them as well, but it's just you're affecting them in a negative you're way. You're affecting them. It doesn't matter how people respond to you. No. It's how you respond to them. So if you are being nice or just, just minding, like, just be normal. Mm-hmm. Don't be mean. You don't have to get, you waste your energy being angry, driving, or whatever. And you have a, an energetic impact and a physical impact on this world. Period. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> this took a twist. The attunement. <laughs> what happened during the attunement? Um, the attunement, like, we prepared 72 hours beforehand, and it was, it was easy because we don't, you know... Everything's like, check, 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 don't do any of that stuff, whatever. Um, so our teacher recommended that you get into a meditative state beforehand. And then, like, the actual attunement lasted for 30 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes, but for different people, it could feel longer. So mine lasted for, like, over an hour. Mm-hmm. And I literally... So if, you're, if you meditate all the time, like, you can do, like, the, you know, go to different planes and whatever. For mine... I felt the shift, like, instantly, the energetic shift instantly, and you could, if you have ever had, like, energetic downloads, like, you could feel, it's some, I think it's somewhat similar for me, but I felt, like, the tapping on my chakras, like, to check, and, like, okay, this one's bad, and then, like, I could feel, like, the energy upgrade of that, and I could feel, like, physically, I could feel, like, sensations, um, but in my mental picture, like, I was transporting to like, the beach, or whatever, mm-hmm. and I had crazy visuals, and then I, I would have colors, so that's another indication of what chakras were getting worked on, was I was seeing, like, orange, um, yellow, green, and it helped me to know which chakras needed worked on, and, like, what I had to, like, what things might be energetic blocks in my body, mm-hmm. um, so that was a huge, that was great, but I wasn't expecting a physical, physical, number one, I wasn't expecting any physical sensations at all what were the physical sensations pain oh okay <laughs> all right what so describe this pain then. and pain uh my root chakra <laughs> my root chakra was really fucked up uh root chakra my solar plexus and my heart which all uh, makes what sense what did it feel like i felt like my heart was getting like like my heart was being opened and i felt like it was like like someone might have been sticking their hand in and like grabbing it like digging out <laughs> like digging out all the 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 sludge or whatever um so it felt like and then you also like when you get energy downloads like that and upgrades and open up these channels you will have a physical cleanse (laughs) 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 that may occur um even when you receive energy healing you have the potential of having um that's part of the healing crisis is having a physical cleanse um so i always think like when they call it a healing crisis, it's like a crisis. No, it's a legit crisis. <laughs> yeah. So if you feel like, I feel like when time you're getting this, these downloads or these shifts that occur, um, like full moons, certain full moons will, like a lot of them do, will upgrade certain chakras and some of the stuff that's happening, like um, ascension wise for the earth, like you get downloads. And anytime those occur, it's shaking up your energy body. Mm hmm. And you get physical discomfort and you can have, like, it can bring up old memories that you don't want to have. And you have emotional changes. You could be just be sad or depressed or super fucking happy. Like, after the attunement, I was so happy for, like, three weeks after. At least the first week, I was, like, cloud nine, like, the world's beautiful. And it 
helped me to realize even further that like like there's so much more into this world than what we see and what we accept like a veil's been lifted i felt like part of the veil was lifted not fully i felt like part of it was so a lot of people have accounts after their attunements that they're able to see like auras they're able they start having these like um experiences in waking life uh these uh, i keep saying wanting to say magical because to me it all is but they they're able to like have this like sense of clarity but they also have um they feel more connected or tapped in so did you have any experiences like that like any visual like did the world look differently after the world looked different okay um everything had this like sparkle to it mm-hmm. as to describe it that's what it, it felt trippy it was trippy yeah it's trippy <laughs> I thought it looked more vibrant. vibrant. Everything was vi- very vibrant. Um, I felt like I was bouncing through life for those couple of days. And, like, you know, it just, everything seemed magical to me. Mm-hmm. I, But I think I had an immense appreciation for life, mm-hmm. for everything, for life, for the world, for other people. I think I had just, like, I was just super connected. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what happens when you get a lot of uh, energetic blocks removed. <laughs> Yeah. Instantaneously, like I had Past, major, 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 major energetic blocks fixed during those attunements, um, and I think that was like interesting. Yeah. That's something I don't know. It's like I said, it's different for everybody. Some people might just have, like, lay down and just feel really breezy and have like colors and like ooh, good feeling, and not have anything that we're saying at all. So do do not go into an attunement thinking it's gonna be a certain way. Just go in just, open. Yeah, one or the other. I don't know what I thought when I went in, but I didn't expect what I got. That's for certain. Uh, so when you... Do you plan on attuning anybody in the future? Do you plan do on attuning? Do I? Yeah. Um, I in think in the distant future. I think right now I still have a lot of work to do for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to help as many people as possible. Okay. But I don't... I think whenever I'm called to, I will. Because I mm-hmm. think it's very important to act on things that you're called to do. Whether that just be passions, um, pursuing your passions, or whatever. Not just on a divine level, but I think you should take action. Yeah. If I'm called to. I don't see why I wouldn't at all. Because I think that the more people that wake up and the more people that um, have access to these type of healing modalities should do it. Yeah. But you have to if you're called to. What would you do differently if you were attuning somebody? Retreat. Okay, I would go away rent a cabin or something and get away from society for at least a week or two minimum Mm -hmm. because I feel like it was really difficult to interact with the different energies it was really difficult to combat the different energies like I don't think that at least a couple days because I don't think that you can you don't like I think it makes things more more evident too of like how out of touch a lot of people are Mm -hmm. um I don't know it was weird it was really weird I definitely think that, I think that if we were to ever attune people, we would have to go away for a couple days, minimum. Mm-hmm. Just so you can process your feelings. Process your feelings, process the new energy, and meditate. Like, I would meditate a lot more for that as well. I would have just spent, like, our, my, our process, my process is long anyways, but I think I would make it even more point to have my students meditate for a long time. Like, have moment, periods of silence and really just tune in, tune in mm-hmm. themselves. I have to disconnect, like, not have any media. For me, I would, would want to be disconnected from my phone. and Like, I think, like, the idea of being able to get away at that moment would have been amazing. 
Yeah, I agree. I for for sure. So, um, would you, if somebody was like, I would like to do distant attunement, would you be open to doing a distant one? Or do you think after your experience, you would prefer to do an in-person one? What are your thoughts? I think that it depends on what I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. I think I would do a distant session if I was called to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, it would be just as effective as doing a in-person, in my opinion, mm-hmm. as a Reiki practitioner. I think it's just as effective. So I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Because right now, like, I, where I'm at right now, I don't think I would attune anybody at least for, you mm-hmm. know, a couple years. Because I still have a lot of studying to do and a lot of, um, I don't know, my journey, man. Yeah. <laughs> my journey, man. You're funny. Journey. I, like, I was like, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I think I should attune so <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, like, I'm a throw it in the air and watch it fall. Yeah. You're like, this is what I'm called to do. I'm taking action immediately. I'm like... I don't know. I gotta feel this out. I gotta feel. I gotta feel. I need to feel. Yeah. I gotta feel. But <laughs> well, you know, I think it's funny. I like because um, I like to think of like the duality and how you know yin and yang. Yeah, I was gonna say that. It's masculine. Really um, I think that it's just a different like a duality, and that's why we we're good with business together. Because we um, are yin and yang. Yeah, and um, even down to like the energies, like we were talking in our other podcast. I sometimes I embody this more feminine energy and you can embody this masculine energy. Like it just depends on uh, what's going on. Like even down to like our names, whenever uh, mom was going to name, name me moon and then use sun. It's like that duality star. or star. Yeah. It's like the duality again. Moon and the stars. Mm-hmm. You can't have one without the other. I don't have any more questions. Any more questions? No. We have all the books. We didn't talk about the book. Okay, so um, we do have a book. It's called Things to Know About Self-Love, so you can tell them what it is and why, why. we did it. Yeah. Um, we wrote a book called Things to Know About Self-Love. It's a 30-day affirmation guide. Um, it's interactive. You're meant to follow the prompts and do it every day for 30 days, or however long it takes you need to. Um, but we were, were called to create it to assist people and understand more about what self-love is and recognizing the good in your life now mm-hmm. um we will have more books coming that's what's out right now so yeah it's a 30-day guide but it can like you had stated it can take you longer um we've had some people do our book and they've stayed on the first page for several days just because Weeks. of the um what it asks you I to know. do it, um yeah. and it sounds crazy because you know, it sounds like how, you know, what could you be asking somebody to do that's so difficult? But if you are having issues with worthiness and self-love... And Sometimes it's the easiest yeah. things that are the most difficult. I just want to say that. Because, like, mm-hmm. people are too hard on themselves. But that's why I think it takes people long. Because I think it's it's asking you questions that you know you need to a- answer, but you don't know how to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like forgiveness. Like, forgiveness is very hard for people. It is. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, so that's what that book helps you with. It helps you learn to love yourself more, uh, self-worth, I am enough, forgiveness. Um, it helps get you on that path to knowing your, like, awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Knowing your power. Mm-hmm. Taking your power back is, like, a big theme for our... I mean, if you want more inspirational, like, blog posts, more motivation in line with that, you can definitely check out our blog. We write about those topics all the time. All the um, time. And we tweet a lot. Yeah. We tweet a lot. Um, so you can go on there, too. And Reiki. We do offer free Reiki to our people subscribed um, on our website. You can go sign up at www.etherlane.com slash Reiki. 
to sign up. We send out at the end of the month one session every month. Yeah, yeah it's all it's like a group distance session. It's kind of cool. We have everybody um, meditate at the same time if they can, which is powerful in its own right. And then we both send out Reiki at that time. So we like to say it's like your moment to practice this like self care. Uh, we're trying to recruit some other Reiki practitioners to do the distant Reiki session with us because we think it'd be fun mm-hmm. to like spread it. So if you are um, a Reiki practitioner and you want to join in on this like, group, yeah, and we'll give you know give you the details. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before I do the Reiki for this episode? Ah, uh, just thanks for listening to me ramble for I don't know how long. It's been about an hour. <laughs> ramble okay. for an hour. That's good. Yeah. I think it's great um, to talk about the stuff because we don't talk about it. And I think it's very important for people to know that they're not alone in their struggles. And even people that you think have it all together are still going through their own journey. That's it. All right. Now, if you would like to receive Reiki at the end of this episode, the music will change. That is when we are sending the Reiki. When the music stops playing, the session is over. We recommend that you do not operate any vehicles, any machine, anything dangerous. You don't have to meditate. You just have to be open to receiving it. Reiki transcends time and space, past, present, future. So it doesn't matter when you listen to this, you'll still receive the energies. That is it. Sit back, relax, and thanks for listening. Thank you.
Thank you.